0: well thanksgiving is is here almost and you know um for a lot of people they say wow they just really enjoy thanksgiving one of the things that i'm not so sure but i think maybe is we just enjoy thanksgiving more and more because i think it's the least commercialized holiday and you know it it really is one that's kind of i don't know i guess they haven't figured out how to commercialize turkeys beyond just selling them to us but uh you know, it just, there's something about Thanksgiving that has a purity, and it's a real time for families to get together, and and I think that makes Thanksgiving kind of special to me, and I think people just uh, just enjoy that and see that more and more. And today, I want to just think about, I want to think about the benefits of being thankful. You know, I think we should be thankful, but I think also there are benefits to being thankful that it's, there's good things that come out of it. And I want to look at Psalms 100. Psalms 100, I'm going to read the first all five, all five verses of Psalm 100. Make a joyful shout to the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before His presence with singing. Know that the Lord, He is God. It is He who has made us, and not we ourselves. We are His people and the sheep of His pasture. Enter into His gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name, for the Lord is good, and his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endures to all generations. You know, the the comment here in verse 4 was, it says, enter his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise. You know, as they came into the temple, as they came into God's presence, they were to come with thanksgiving. It didn't say, Well, come and get thankful. it says, Come with thanksgiving so they're to enter with a thankful heart. it's to be a part of them. you know it's not something you come to a place and put on, but it's it's who we are it's who we are and they would have this attitude as they went into the temple and and I think in some ways you know it's a it's a good thing to think about church and and, you know, in the same way as, you know, we come, we come and we're thankful. We come to church, we're thankful. You know, we sang a song that says, come ye thankful people, come. We're already thankful people. Come ye thankful people, come. And we're to come with, with thankfulness in our hearts. You know, it's because it's who we are. It's who we are. But we know that uh, in the Old Testament, they, you know, they had a, a place they went. A temple they went to but in the New Testament it's a little bit different and in first uh, Corinthians six nineteen it says do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you whom you have from God and you are not your own for you are bought with a price therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit which are God's so it's interesting when you think about it, in the Old Testament they were told to enter the temple with Thanksgiving In the New Testament, it says we are the temple. So we're already God's presence within us. And so with God in us and the fact that he now lives in us, we are now to be thankful people. We're to have his presence. I'm thankful. I have a thankful heart. A thankful heart. An attitude of thanksgiving. I live a life of thankfulness because his presence is in me. And I acknowledge that. And I'm I'm thankful. It changes my outlook. Changes my outlook. You know, I, I think that living a thankful life, it changes how you see things. It changes how you see things. It changes life sometimes. Doesn't always change their circumstances. But it changes how we see things. You know, I was with the... Uh, Folks yesterday at Dave's when they, you know, the place burned down. And, you know, and I've been with Ann and Jack when their house burned down. And while wow, you're sitting there looking at that, and such, it's a, such devastation. Um, you know, when your home burns, and, you know, it's, it's, I, you, you know, I, I've never been through it, but I've been close enough to people that it's like, wow. I mean, you know, it's a part of you. It's a part of you. And in the midst of that, in the midst of that, to still have a sense of thankfulness. Now there's a sense of sorrow and grief and sadness, and that's all normal. But in the midst of that, you can still have that sense of of thankfulness, that we're still thankful. And so I think that's important for us as Christians to, to, to understand that, you know, we have so much to be thankful for. And I believe there's benefits to being thankful. I believe being thankful has benefits. Now, I don't think we should do being be I don't think we should be thankful to get benefits. But I think when you're thankful, there's benefits to it. There's benefits to it. And that's what I want to take a little time and look at today. Number 1, being thankful produces gladness and joy. Produces gladness and joy says we're to come in his presence with gladness, being thankful. Being thankful. You know, the more, the more I'm thankful, the more I'm I'm content, I'm glad, I'm happy. You know, I think as as Christians, we should have an attitude of thankfulness which produces gladness and joy. Gladness and joy. What's the opposite? Well, fear, worry, Anger, bitterness. You know, it's hard to have those things to be thankful. And so I think for Christians, there's a real benefit to being thankful because it produces gladness and joy. And I want to tell you, it's a lot easier to live in gladness and joy than it is in fearfulness and worry. Fearfulness and worry. Fearfulness and worry is a real torment. It's a torment. It torments you. It wastes a lot of time. Wastes a tremendous amount of time. What do they say? Most of the things you worry about never happen. You know, you worry and worry about things and they never come, they never happen. You just wasted all that time thinking about something that never happened anyway. And so I think it's important for us to realize that as Christians, we're to we have a different outlook on life. We're to, we're to see things different. We're to see, see things from a thankful heart. And that produces gladness and joy. And You know, gladness and joy, that's something inside of us. That's something that gets in you. It's who you are. It's not something you put on. You know, you can, you know, and sometimes we do. We put it on. We can, we can try to, well, I know I should look happy or I should be happy. So we try to, we put it on for a little bit to try to, you know, keep appearances up. And most of the time, people can what? They can see through that, especially people that know us real good. They can see through that. But it's when gladness and joy become a part of us, when they become who we really are, that it really begins to make a difference. And I I begin then to, to treat others different. You know, a thankful person treats other people different. And other people enjoy being around thankful people. Think about it. People enjoy being around thankful people, encouraging people. And I want to tell you something, folks. Guess who nurses like to take care of? They like to take care of thankful people. Now, I'm not telling you tellin you get better care, but there's a possibility. There's a possibility. You can actually get better care if you're thankful, you know, if you're cheerful, if you have a positive outlook. If you see the good in things, you know, it's that whole thing about, you know, is the glass half full or half empty? Do you see the good in things? I'm, you know, around some young people once in a while, and there's one young person I'd really like to help them because they have such a terrible outlook on life. I feel so bad for them because they're young, and they're going to go through life, and I think if you stay like that, nobody's going to want to be around you. Nobody's gonna be want to be with you. People will just want to stay away from you as much as possible because you're you're just always agitated. This, they're always agitated about something. I'm just, I just I'm just so taken by this, and I haven't I haven't yet approached it because you know I want to be able to approach it and and try to help instead of like them feeling like I'm coming down on them. You know, because they got this negative attitude. So if I I say something, you know, you get all that reaction stuff. But I just see it and I think, oh, you know, life is going to be so hard for you. If you turn the lights on, they holler because it's too bright. If you shut the lights off, it's too dark. It's never right. You know, they're just never thankful. And, you know, I think as a, as a, a person, we, we need to be able to find something to be thankful for. We need to be able to look at things and always find what it is we can be thankful for. Now, I think you need to be a realist. I, think, I, don't, I don't think we should, we should uh, look through colored glasses and, and make out something that's not real. But I think in the midst of every situation, you can find something to be thankful for. And I want to tell you something. Bottom line, if nothing else, I'm always thankful the Lord is with me. I mean, you can always find something. I mean, I'm always thankful the Lord is in here. I'm always thankful the Lord's in charge. You know, and I know I'm talking about, you know, it's really um, in my mind, but, you know, yesterday at the fire, you know, I, you know, you try to say, well, there's things to be, you can always be thankful, you know, and you say that. Now, that's very difficult for somebody that's sitting there watching their stuff go up in smoke. Okay, so you got to be sensitive because, you know, I didn't want to sit around preaching that. Well, you know, you can always be thankful, you know, at least, but, but you, you do get to say some things, and you want to be sensitive, but, you know, it's how you look at things. It's how you see things, and there's, there's always something to be thankful for. There's always something to be thankful for. I believe that being thankful changes my focus. Back in verse 3, it says, Know that the Lord, He is God. Being thankful, if it's thankfulness, and I realize who's the source of everything, then I acknowledge that it's God. I know He is God. Now, we can be thankful for a lot of things, We can be thankful for people. We can be thankful for what people do. But ultimately, we need to realize that he is God. That he is the final source of all that we have. He may use people to bless us and he uses people to encourage us, but he is the source of all that we have. And so being thankful hopefully brings us to a point to realize that God is the source. You know, that scripture I quoted earlier the eyes of all wait upon you O lord we don't wait on the government now i understand the government does some things that helps i mean i'm not i'm not saying the government doesn't do anything but they do some things that help people you know um hopefully when people go through tragedy or something happens that there's people that'll step up the church maybe the government But you know what? They're not my source. They're they're God. We we ultimately look to Him. We look to Him and we thank Him for Him opening His hand and satisfying the desire of every living thing. So I begin to see, feel like you know, it's the Lord, and He's the one that needs to get the credit. He needs to get the credit. Wasn't just a lucky break. Now, we, you know, we we throw that phrase out and I, you know, oh, man, that was lucky. Oh, man, we were lucky there. Well, you know, I'm I'm not going to get nitpicky, but, you know, luck isn't going to get you very far. It's the hand of the Lord. It's the hand of the Lord. And we we need to acknowledge him and give him credit, give him credit for what he's done. And when I realize he's the source, when I realize he's the one that's in charge then, you know, it takes some responsibility off me. It's a real benefit. You know, do you think there's times when you think you're in charge and you have to make things happen and you just put yourself through all kinds of turmoil trying to make something happen when you ought to just step back and say, God's in charge and I'm going to trust him? Realize he's the source? I think a lot of times we, we put ourselves through a tremendous amount of, of agony sometimes thinking we're responsible beyond our responsibility and consequently sometimes i feel responsible for circumstances i feel responsible for making things happen a certain way and then sometimes we feel responsible for other people you know i think there's situations you know um, families you know little ones you know babies well you have responsibility with babies you know but as they grow up then they assume responsibility responsibility and we're not, we're not responsible. We realize that, that we have to trust the Lord. We know He is God and not us. You know, one time I, I accepted more responsibility than I should as a pastor. And, you know, if you're not careful, it doesn't mean just pastors, but, but you know, I, I, you know, I, I want to do what I think God tells me to do. And I was accepting more responsibility and doing more and probably putting myself in a place of feeling responsible for people. And the Lord spoke to me real clear. He, you, know, I, I, you know, sometimes it's not so clear. And sometimes it's like, okay, I got it. I got this one. And all he told me was, he said, I died for him, not you. I went, oop, yep, got it. Got it. I know my responsibility and I try to do that, but I didn't die for him. He's the one that died for him. And sometimes we need to know. We know. We need to really understand who he is. Know that he is God, that he's in charge. Number three, one of the benefits is I can know that God is faithful in my circumstances. That he's faithful. He's faithful. He's always faithful. The first scripture I want to share is from Philippians 4, 6, and 7. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Be anxious for nothing. Know that he is faithful. He's faithful. Don't be anxious. Don't worry. But by everything, with prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, make my requests. I need to be thankful as I'm making my requests. That's faith. I'm thankful that God's going to answer. I'm thankful that God's going to work, that God's going to do. I'm thankful. Lord, thank you. Thank you for hearing my prayer. Thank you that you're going to act, that you're going to do in this situation. And then down in, in verse 11 of Philippians 4, he says, Not that I speak in regard to need, Paul says, I've learned to be content in whatever state I'm in. In other words, whatever I have. I know how to be abased. I know how to abound. In everything and all things, I've learned both to be full and to be hungry, both to suffer, to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. You know, we we use that scripture. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Sometimes it's like a picture like, I can do anything I want. You know, know, if you read that to your benefit, you can say, well, that says I can do all things through Christ's strength. I can do whatever I want because Christ strengthens me. Well, he prefaces that with, well, sometimes I was hungry. Sometimes I had plenty. He's saying no matter what my circumstances are, no matter what my circumstances are, God is faithful. God is faithful. He's faithful. And in verse 19, he says, and my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. I can be thankful that God will supply all my needs. He'll supply. He'll supply. God is faithful. That's a real benefit. Do you realize what a benefit is that? Does that give you, It ought to give you peace of mind that God will supply. He'll take care of me whether I'm hungry or whether I'm full. In whatever condition, whatever circumstance I'm in, I can trust him. There's a a scripture, and I don't think Julene has it because I just added it, and I didn't tell her this morning, but in 1 Thessalonians 5, 5, um, 18, it says, In everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. In everything, give thanks. In everything. That God is faithful in in all my circumstances. In everything, give thanks. Now, it does not say for everything. There's a difference. There's a difference. I don't have to thank God for having the flu. But I can thank him in the midst of the flu that he's there to heal me there's it see the difference i don't I don't think we're to thank- oh God, I just thank you that I got the flu. I thank you that I feel miserable. I thank you for aching in my bones and fevers. You don't have to thank him for but thank him in in everything see, it's it's a different it's it's who we are, oh Lord, I thank you that you're you're at work. You're healing my body. You know, I thank you for taking care of me. I thank you for being there. That God is faithful in all circumstances. And another benefit of being thankful is it gives me a desire to share with others. It gives me a desire to share with others. You know, thankful people are going to share. You know, if you're not thankful, I'll bet you you're not going to share. I'll just bet you. If you're not thankful, you're not sharing. In Acts, the second chapter, the 42nd verse of the early church, it says they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship in the breaking of bread and prayers. Then fear came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were done through the apostles. Now, everyone who believed were together and they had all things in common and they sold their possessions and goods and divided them among all as everyone had need. So continuing daily with one accord in a temple and breaking bread from house to house, they ate their food with gladness and simplicity of heart, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily. Those who were being saved. Did you get a sense that those people were, number one, they were happy to be together? Now, you know, today, I you know, it's kind of symbolic. I didn't really think about it until just now. But it's nice. We're having a potluck. You know, we're going to eat together. You know, it's kind of like that being together. And let me say this. If you're here and you didn't bring anything, I will promise you there's enough food for everybody. Please stay because somebody's going to have to carry it back home if you don't. So please, please, please stay. Don't think, oh, I didn't bring anything. I forgot to bring something. I didn't know there was a pie. Please, please, please stay. Please stay. But they, they got together, and it says that they continued daily in one accord. Now, you know, we're doing this as a special time, but, you know, they actually did it daily. They broke bread. And how did they do it? They did it with gladness. Ah, they were glad to do it. They were glad to share together. It says they divided things among themselves as everyone had need. You know, we don't do that. I don't, I don't know that you need to do that. I think when there's a need, that God's people need to respond. You know, because we're thankful. And we're thankful people, and it makes you generous. And you want to reach out and help somebody. And it says, and they praise God and they had favor with all the people. Well, do you know why? People like generous people and thankful people. That's why. They they said, you know, those are thankful people. They're generous. Wow. We could be, I want to be part of that. I want to be part of this. They added to the church daily those who were being saved. They wanted to be part of that. I believe as Christians live their lives, thankfully, that there ought to be something that ought to be attractive about that. You know, as Christians, as opposed to being a Christian and grumping and complaining about everything and always mad at everybody because nobody does this and nobody does that. It's not a very good witness. Not a very good witness. But there are benefits to being thankful. There are it's good for us to be thankful. You know, I don't know about you, but doesn't it? I hope you feel better being thankful than being critical and selfish and greedy. You know, I hope you sense that being thankful does feel better. It does feel better. And if you don't think so, I'll bet you somebody around you will tell you. Somebody will tell you, man, what's wrong with you? well, you're kind of grumpy today, you know? And we sometimes lose sight of maybe being thankful. Maybe being thankful. And it's good good we remind ourselves. It's good I think I'm thankful. I'm thankful that our country, at some period of time, set aside a day to be thankful to God. I'm thankful for that, you know, that we still. Now, I don't know that our, well, anyway, but, you know, as a whole, a lot of people in our country acknowledge God and we're thankful to him for his blessings. I think we need to be more and more outspoken about it. I think we, we need to acknowledge that he opens his hand and satisfies our desires. I'm thankful for our country. I'm thankful for I live in America. I don't know that anywhere else I would rather live I'm thankful. I think we have a lot to be thankful for. I think in the midst of that, I think we have a lot of things we need to change. I think we need to change our focus back to the one who supplies what we have. We need to acknowledge him as the blessings for we have as Americans. You know, it's not because we're such great people, but it's because of God's blessing on us. And so we're thankful. We're thankful for all that he's done. And we live a life. We live a life. And you know, we have generous and thankful hearts. It's in us. It's part of us. It's who we are. We come with thanksgiving. We don't have to try to whip it up. We come with thanksgiving. It's who we are because we acknowledge him and we acknowledge all that he's done for us. So I just pray as we take time through this next week to to think about thankfulness. Just think about the benefits we have by being thankful. The benefits that thankfulness does and gives us. It's, a, it's, it's good. It's good. You know, a lot of things that God does for us, it's not, it's not all just uh, commandments and laws and, well, you ought to do this and don't do that. But, you know, it's things that are just like, you know, if you do this, you're going to be happy. It's not, you know, it's not hard. If you're going to do this, you're just going to be happy. You're going to have a happy heart. You're going to be joyful. You're going to have gladness. You know, It's a lot better than the alternative. So um, before we stand, um, we're going to pick up, when, we're, when I'm done, we're going to pick up chairs. Okay? And that will only take just a couple seconds or minutes. Put the chairs over here. And then we're going to line up for the food. The ladies will be ready about that time. We'll line up. We want, um, I don't have an age, but we want our older citizens, um, you know, for sure if you're over 70, you get to go first, okay? You get to go for sure, you know? <laughs> Maybe 69, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> but anyway, 67, all right, do I hear? No, no. <laughs> but, but, you know, we, we want to, we want to number. You know, there's two real practical reasons. Number one, I think we should honor those folks. Number one. Number two, they can get there before the children run them over. Okay, that's the other thing. That's just kind of practical. Okay, so so we want those folks to feel free to line up. So we'll we'll pick up chairs and then we'll we'll go ahead and get ready to line up and and eat. So let's all stand and we'll pray and be dismissed. Heavenly Father, we just thank you, Lord, that we can, we can take this time and we can just think about the importance of being thankful. Lord, we realize that there's real benefits for us to being thankful. So, Lord, just speak to our hearts. Lord, just speak to our hearts. Lord, remind us when we maybe get a little grumpy or a little complainy or, or we start to have a bad attitude, Lord, that we just need to remember who you are and what you've done for us and be thankful for you. Lord, we thank you for that. Lord, we thank you for the food that we're about to partake of, and we thank you for the hands that have prepared it. Lord, just bless our time together, our fellowship, and and Lord, just encourage everyone that can, Lord, some probably have things to do, but if they can, encourage them to stay with us and enjoy this time together. We just thank you for that in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen.